You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Hi. What's up? We're back, back, people, and we have a special guest. Hi. Here for the intro. (laughs) This is Rafaela Alyssa, aka Raffi. Yes. What a cool name. Thank you. Coolest name ever. Did you used to listen to Raffi as a kid? The baby beluga singer? Yes. 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 That's how everyone remembers it. In the deep blue sea. Yes. I don't remember. So free, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the whole thing, but I that's. Either, but I think that's the only song I know. On like cassette tapes, remember? Yes. I like to eat, eat. That's him. Eat apples and bananas. That's him. Yeah, and he goes, I, I like to oot, 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 apples and bananas. <laughs> yes, I didn't know that was him too. Yeah. yeah. Well, this intro just He's a took a turn. Oh, I know. So <laughs> you were named after a legend. Not uh, that you were named of, after him. Kind of. <laughs> two two Rafi legends There's in the so house. many different names that could go after my name. They're like, oh, Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh, the... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like... I would go with that one. I would... Yeah, it's kind of like... That more, one's pretty... Pretty, pretty badass. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. People always say, like, my middle name reminds me of... Reminds them of the allergy medicine... okay i never got that i was like wait uh, isn't it a it is an allergy it is but like i think it's also because i grew up with an allegra like i knew i never thought of that till you just said it people always used to say that to me like in high school and middle school and i was like first of all i was born way before that was even a thing also (laughs) it means like joyful in italian oh i didn't know that oh i didn't Mm -hmm. know yeah it's like a musical term too like allegro means like upbeat yes it does yeah so did was yeah. <laughs> so was your mom like does she have Italian in her? Like yeah, how did my they mom's like fully Italian. Wait, for real? Yeah. Okay, I can see yeah, that. I can see that. My parents are kind of set it in Orlando. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. They're like so her grandmother came here from Italy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All of this is making so much sense now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like I met your grandma. She's very Italian now yeah. that I think about it. Oh, but for sure. It didn't like I, I'm not, I didn't pick up on it, sorry. Yeah. It's okay, no worries. Okay, well that was, a, that was a tangent. We'll, we'll get more <laughs> into, <laughs> typically how we start, but um, we'll get more into what Rafi does in a little bit, but for now, let's um, let's get you in on some happies and crappies. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea, do you have any happies and crappies this week? Um. Yeah, so happy is that I just shot my last wedding of the year so not that I'm that's exciting yeah not that I'm happy that like weddings are over because I love them but it is like a nice reset that I've been looking forward to because I don't have any um until March and so wow I'm excited to just oh that's nice months I mean I still have like engagement yeah yeah Yeah. and now is like heavy engagement season when everyone's gonna start getting engaged and inquiring and all that so my gosh you're right it's still gonna be busy but just not like I'll be around a little bit more which will be really nice um and I can use this time to really like reset I'm working on um Kevin's gonna do a a branding video with me that Rafa's gonna be helping with oh Um, yeah she's gonna model for me a little bit and then um I'm doing a new logo design with my friend Mari I'm doing a photo shoot for a new logo didn't you just do your logo so yes well that was like a year ago already 
oh. actually. And I still love it, but like it's it's not an actual like logo made by a graphic designer. Oh. And I wanted something a little more cohesive that I didn't have to like match with photos themselves. Like mm-hmm. there's so much mm-hmm. color in my logo now that it didn't look good with like a whole website design, if that makes sense. Anyway, yeah. tangent. But so I'm working on all those rebranding things and I'm really excited about it. Um, and then I announced the winner to the giveaway, the workshop I giveaway this morning, and registration officially opened for that. So I'm pumped to see who shows up and yeah. who's going to be in the room. It's going to be really fun. That's um, so exciting. Crappy. I don't know. I feel like I've just been... Like, this weather is bringing me down a little bit. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's so, been so gloomy yeah. and, like, cold. And I don't know. I don't really mind it too much because I've been, like inside working anyway but it just kind of makes me like well yeah like lethargic mm-hmm. that's my really only crappy right now that's good that's a good yeah. only crappy to have do you have any um happy it crappies uh i feel mm-hmm. like one happy is i got up today and i ran the loop nice very simple but i have been really wanting to ever since I moved way downtown. It's mm-hmm. so hard for me to get there. Mm-hmm. And I used to go run the loop a lot, like when I lived a little closer by. But mm-hmm. I got up and I was like, let's just do it. And I did it. And that's a little win for today. And I like Some was dedication. able to start. Yeah. I was able start to start everything. Off, right? Yeah. Feeling good. Yeah. And, for those of um, you who don't live in Wilmington, we oh, talk yeah. about the loop a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The loop is basically, it's like almost three miles and it, kind of like around the bridges of Wrightsville Beach. So it's like one big yeah. loop. Yeah, It's a loop. Yeah. It's got good views of like water. And yeah. On the there's coastal. constantly people walking and running mm-hmm. and biking it. So yeah. yeah. just to It's always packed. Fill everyone in because I realize I feel like we we reference the loop a lot just but we've never talk actually about it. said mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Anyway. That's awesome. Yeah. It was hard. It was actually kind of creepy to go up there at like I think I got there at 6, and it was so dark. Yeah. And I wouldn't have felt as weird, weirded out if there were, like, more people. But since it was so cold and it was dark, there was, like, mm-hmm. maybe two or three. And I was like, I don't know if I feel yeah. comfortable doing that. Yeah. So I just waited, like, 10 minutes, and I was just like, we'll okay. We'll get light early It'll now. get light, yeah, yeah, eventually. But it was good, and I feel like it was a good start to, like, the rest of my week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I start really well on Monday, I feel like I'll be really, really good for the rest of the week. So I'm really excited. Agreed. Yeah. And I'm here. Yeah. What a happy. I know. What a happy. I was happy so nervous. Yeah. We're all so happy about this. Thanks. Yeah. This is really cool because I've never done anything like this. So we're excited to have new you. experiences. Yes. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. It's about to get lit. Do you have a crappy? It's kind of the same as yours. Like, this weather in the past maybe like couple of weeks I have been trying really hard to get on my A game but like it's just slipping you know what I mean yeah. like it's just that's how I feel yeah you're just you feel like you need to you're on your grind but then you feel like you're just like half a step too short and it I don't like yeah. that feeling I feel like it's the time of the year I yeah. was saying the other day how I'm excited for it to just like turn into 2020 when that energy is like shifted yeah everyone's like yeah new year and uh, new year new me yeah yes i just need some of that i mean 2020 is the start of a new decade i know which is crazy to me it like would be so cool to be born in 2020 that's a great year to be born i guess so yeah like being born in 2000 okay Mm -hmm. i'm just 
Well, yeah, well, it's funny because I have, like, cousins who were born in 2000, and I'm like, holy crap. Oh, no. Wait, how old are you? I'm 23. Okay. So, I was in 96, but, I mean, I was... Yeah. I was on the earth for a good amount of time. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> My friends just had their baby last week, and they, like, induced on November 11th with hopes that their baby's birthday would be 11-11, and then it was born at, like, 2 a.m. on the 12th. Oh, <laughs> oh man. They're like, Darn. dang it. <laughs> so close. Yeah. So, so close. Um, okay, well, my uh, happies and crappies. Ugh, I didn't really think of this. My Oh, my crappy is this weekend. Our I was home alone because Michael was in Dallas, and our power went out on Saturday night. I was getting alerts from Duke Energy. We were so out of yeah. yeah. Yours probably did, too, because it was like a palm tree fell on a... Yep. On oh, like wow. a power line or something we like right off Eastwood. Oh we came gosh. home to like the the power failure thing on our oven. So. Yes. So I was like, I was really looking forward to getting a lot, and I did ended up getting a lot done, but getting a lot of work done, like caught up on work, so I wouldn't be as like stressed this week. And so I like kind of blocked off Saturday night to do that, which is like so cool of me on Saturday night. But then yeah. the power goes out, and I couldn't even like use my computer. Oh. Oh, so I like got sushi and like lit a bunch of candles and was just eating sushi and watching YouTube videos on my phone for like two hours. <laughs> and then it came back. Nice. It was kind of cool. It was kind of, like, that sounds pretty relaxing. But it's also yeah. kind of like, Oh, like, yeah. Um, um, it didn't go as planned. Yeah. But so I guess that's like my crappy and that along with just the weather in general, it's just been booty do. Um, my happy. I should have thought about this. Oh, I've yeah. been, I, <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I feel like it's hard too because we're recording this on Monday. Normally, yeah, we have like know, a like, day to like yeah. another day to like process. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Oh, I've been feeling a lot better. I've been like getting my nutrition in tra- in check, and I've had a lot of like gut and bloat issues my whole life, and I feel like I finally found like a nutrition system that I still have gut issues but not nearly as bad as I've had my whole life mm-hmm. so I feel I feel better mm-hmm. as like a working well-being yeah so that feels good yeah that's great. like having your gut like all weird is I not... know I like started googling which this is the hardest word for me to say it's like a type of doctor internalist internist it, oh I don't know okay uh, yeah they do know. like tests <laughs> on like out food allergies or mm-hmm. just like any blood work internally to see what's oh. wrong with you because I was like something's wrong with me oh oh internalist I, I, right I think I had to go to one because I have a syndrome and um this is going to be like, one of those moments called? where like you mean like an endocrinologist no oh, but uh, I looked at I looked at gastroenterologist oh okay but this is like an no he's there it's like a really I think it's in let me google it there's people in their like cars like screaming right now the answer. Yeah, you know how like you li- have you ever listened internet internalist okay or- i don't know if it's internist or internalist oh yeah i don't either there's both okay you know how when you're listening to a podcast and they're like talking oh what was that song called or what yeah. was and you're like screaming it at yes. them that's what i feel like is probably happening right now people probably <laughs> do that to us all the time yeah I did it to you. Uh, it's an internist when I was to you and Meredith. internal medicine oh, yeah. specialist um because she was talking about I don't know if I can say like his name, but like his, uh-huh. her her guy, and I was like, I know them. Oh. <laughs> I was like, those are my friends. That's I so know funny. them. But yeah, felt like you had the inside scoop. 
Oh yeah, it was yeah. funny. We got to meet him. We got to meet him right after that. Yeah, we did. You a couple did? days after, yeah. He Chelsea's, came over uh, or Jordan's um, birthday party for the sushi party. thing. For the sushi thing, he yeah. was there. Yeah. Oh, isn't he the greatest? They're so great together. Yeah, they're really cute. They're cute. Yeah, he's he was sweet. Super fun. That was um, a great night. Well, Rafi is a creative human, and we're gonna get into all the things that she does. But before that, um, let's talk a little bit about. Skillshare. Our sponsor for today's podcast is Skillshare. And if you listened a couple weeks ago, we mentioned them before. Um, And they are an online, basically network of any class that you want to take, essentially. Like any online learning class that you want to take. Like we talked about lettering. Is Jordan still doing saxophone classes? Yep, he sure is. How's that going? Honestly, I mean, you heard what he sounded like that night at his birthday party. And... I played that video the other day. It was hilarious. I'll show you after. <laughs> okay. Um, he couldn't hold a tune at all. And yeah, when I'm like out shooting and stuff, he's like, what's the, what's that site that you told me to use? And I gave him our, our code and he went on, he made an account and he's been using it. And there's like this whole lesson on how to play the sax and he's been doing it piece by piece. And now he can actually That's so cute. Like, awesome. Real notes. Saxophone so. is not an easy instrument. Yeah, like no. of all the instruments it's to really choose. Nice. But it's not. kind of the coolest. Like I love I just picturing Jordan like standing on a street corner <laughs> with like a bucket for cash. He's always lo- he's always had this like fascination with the sax. We love reggae music and so anytime mm. we go to like those types of concerts and they have a saxophonist, he's always like, Oh man, like so infatuated. I can also see Jordan playing harmonica. Looks like a harmonica guy to me. <laughs> Maybe. But he let me, I was like, all right, let me see if I can play it now. Because he gave me a few pointers and now I can like actually make it make yeah. noise. Whereas mm-hmm. before I couldn't do anything. And I put this thing around my neck and it's like giant. I'm like how yeah, the heck like do you do this? Thing, yeah. Is it's it super like, heavy? Um, it's not, it's pretty heavy. It's not that heavy though. But he got the one that's more, it's like longer than a, the other type of there's two types of saxes which I didn't know and he got like the bigger one because he's like six two and pretty large and so mm-hmm. the the span of where your arms go is longer mm-hmm. so for me it's like my entire body yeah because yeah. he's he's tall yeah he's a big dude so anyway all that okay there Skillshare has been awesome for Skillshare has been great no but seriously as adults it's like so easy for us to get into ruts yeah. Because we either get complacent with what we're doing or we kind of stop learning because we're not really in school anymore. So it's kind of cool to get um, creative again and amongst your busy schedule, find something that's easy and simple on your phone to look at and, and yeah. learn a new skill from. So um, if you're interested in Skillshare, they have so many, like th- literally thousands of classes that you can take. There's everything from photography to creative writing to design um lettering saxophone hopefully (laughs) harmonica for jordan's future (laughs) endeavors Um, and it's really inspiring to join a class and actually learn practical skills to use in your real life so if you're interested just by being our listener you can go to skillshare.com backslash soul s-o-l-e and you will get two whole months of unlimited access to all these classes literally thousands of classes for free for two months so all you have to do is go to Skillshare.com backslash soul to sign up. That's Skillshare.com backslash soul, and you'll get two months free by going to that website. So enjoy. Awesome. All, all right. right, so let's get right into the the good stuff while we're here yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Rafi, why don't you just go ahead and tell everyone a little bit about who you are, 
how you landed in Wilmington, and what you do. Okay. Oh, this is going to be... It can be as really long as confusing. you need. Okay. <laughs> just tell your whole life story real quick. Yeah, yeah. let me just snip it up my whole life <laughs> real quick. Um, well... <laughs> I don't even know how to start. Um, but I, well, I guess I'll start with like how I got here. I, um, I actually got here. I transferred here to go to school, and um, where did you transfer you from? Uh, just Cape, uh, not Cape Fear. Uh, Wake, Wake, Wake Tech, Nickel Community College. That's how, I think that's the full name. But then, um, like a year and a half later, I transferred here to Wilmington, and I was in school there. And that's where I kind of started off, like, my creative, like, whole journey, I guess. Yeah. But in a submit, right now, I'm a social media manager and creative, con- like, a content creator and all of that j- jazz. But um, I am a lot of other things as well. <laughs> yeah, you, you hold many titles. Yes. yes. Yeah, and you, if you go on her Instagram page, I think that very evident I mean, it's she's a like lot good at it all yeah so oh, what thanks. so what did you come here to to do at school and then how did that transition you into what you're doing now because if you're only 23 you must have like gotten a pretty good head start while you were still in school right uh okay uh not really, not really. actually because I I really had no idea what I was gonna do or had even like an idea of like what I wanted to be like when I graduated high school I was like I don't even have a five-year plan because I don't have anything that like like interested like interest me like I wasn't crazy about anything except for like I was gonna go to school gonna try and go to school for theater because I've always been in theater I was in like um, chorus I did all that stuff and then I just moved to Wilmington because I visited a friend and I really liked the campus. I fell in love with Wilmington and like the whole town in general because she gave us like a whole tour for that whole weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I just transferred here. Just I was like, I should, I mean, I'm going to have to go to a four-year community, um, university anyway. Right. So I transferred here. But then... Um, what was your major then when you transferred here? Psychology or communication studies at that time. Yeah. And then I moved to psychology uh, recently. It's so confusing, my story. <laughs> but um, but then when I moved here, I started modeling. And that's how I kind of got involved of like, I um, joined this thing called, I don't know if you guys know about it. I don't know if it's very active anymore, but it was called Meredith Media Group. I don't know if you I guys haven't know heard of that. It's in Wilmington? Uh, yeah, yeah, I hope. I don't know because <laughs> it was a group that was created by these two men that wanted to help models or girls who wanted to become, become models here in Wilmington. And they started it and it was really great. But then once you like peeled back the layers, it was a little more shady than we mm. thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. Mm-hmm. And um, they were just very... It just wasn't the vibe that I was trying to go for because they were really involved in like the risque kind of Mm -hmm. like stuff. And, you know, I fell into it for a little bit, but I was like, that's not what I came here for. And so I I think I was the first one to leave and then they got in a little bit of trouble. Mm -hmm. But um, that's when I left and I started like reaching out to just random photographers here in Wilmington that were credible I guess you so know? yeah so what made you want to get into modeling in the first place did they scout you or did you like 
see an ad somewhere? Like, how, how did that start? <laughs> um, I don't even remember. Like, some person was just like, hey, you should model. Like, you're pretty. You could learn. Like, it's you just need to practice a lot. And I was like, it never really, I never really cared for it. But then when I went to Wilmington, I was like, the opportunity was there. Mm-hmm. So I took it. Yeah. And I really liked it. Um, it got me out of my shell a lot. Like I didn't, and it, and I've met a lot of other people through it. Yeah. Um, when it was, you know, still what I thought it was, but I really liked it. And I liked being in front of the camera and liked being around the people, like the creative people that were like, involved in it like the photographer the stylist like the the like the boutique owners blah 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 like I Mm -hmm. got to that's when I realized how local Wilmington was right oh my gosh yeah how one person knows like 50 other people Mm -hmm. and if it's all connected it's all connected and I'm still getting connected by those people like Mm -hmm. every day you Mm -hmm. know what I mean Mm -hmm. but that's how I started modeling and then I started creating content like a year and a half into moving to Wilmington and Chelsea, my best friend, Bischoff, I don't know mm-hmm. if you know her, but she was a blogger for Pure Vita and also another, um, what's it called? Another client called Fit Life Tea and they needed more content creators. And she was like, I can teach you like if you want to, if you're looking for something else, because at that time I had left the modeling thing and I didn't really know like what I wanted to do like outside of you know school like it was gonna be my outlet you know what I mean right and then she taught me like basically everything I know like she showed me how to like work a camera the different kinds of props I should use for this kind of client blah 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 and then I started creating content like regularly for her Um, and then that owner asked me to do run the whole page I, like for pure v- for fit life tea. Oh, okay. Cause she was a she was like a one person. She was like a business owner, like just a what's it called, a small business owner. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I need help. Like you seem like you know like how to make things look pretty. You just need to think of captions and like post every day on the same day, like at the same time. And so I started doing that, and then I really liked it also. And then I just started like using my um, camera more often. I was actually using my boyfriend Xander's camera at first. I didn't even have my own camera. Like I was just learning through his. Mm-hmm. And he was it was so awesome of him. But then I eventually got my own. And then I feel like I'm going on such a rant. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no it's good. I'm learning. Um, yeah. But I guess through like twists and turns, I became like her social media manager. And I fell in love with it. I liked learning everything about it. And, um, at that time, I think I stopped going to school. I said, like, I think school just was, um, too, it was taking too much time and there were some other personal things that were happening around Mm -hmm. that time. So I didn't really have anything but to work and learn about something that I just found out about and what I really, really liked. Right. And so... I just like read up on everything I could. I took like webinars and everything. And then um, she reached out to another person. I got that client, blah, blah, blah. And then I turned into like this freelance social media manager. And um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's how 
I became like a freelancer for that kind yeah. of thing on top of being the, a model and stuff like that. So when you say like we know because we're we're entrepreneurs too, but like when you say create content, like can you explain that to our listeners? Like what does it mean when you say I'm a content creator? Oh, yeah. um, so I guess specifically for social media and her, because I was working for her, I was creating her content. So she would send me her products and everything, and I would just take like I would go out shoot on whatever location I decided to go to and I would you know set it up style it and just take photos of it I would take photos of Chelsea she would take photos of me and we would edit it I I would edit it and she would send her like um she would send me her photos and we just created content for that page like together okay like raw like um we created it we shot everything we edited everything so that's what I kind of mean by content creator. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So like imagery. Imagery. Primarily. Yeah. For at least Instagram. Yeah. And then some like some other content creators. I don't know. Could if you do, do like blogging. Blogging. blogging video. Yeah. Anything. YouTube. Like, content creation is not like limited to just like photos. It's right. literally everything. Any content. You anything. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> any content you create is content creation. Well, that's the cool thing about it. And, and that's can, what I love about it. There's yeah. so many outlets to it. And yeah. Yeah, I think I do all of it except for podcasts. Except for podcasts. Well, that's now true. you can say you've now done I can. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, that's true. That Add it to your resume, baby. I know. I know. It's I really am all over the place. Clearly, it's super simple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it seems really complicated, actually. <laughs> um, Don't let that deceive you guys. Whoever's listening. My my husband works with like his business works with high school students mm-hmm. and. We've talked about a lot how we think, remember how like when we were little and we were in school, like you just, you graduate high school, you go to college and then you get a degree and then you get a job. Like you that, have a career. For the you rest have of a career. Yeah. But now it's changing so much to where like sometimes college and don't like listen to this and think like I'm telling you to not go to college, but sometimes college isn't necessarily the best or most the like reasonable route, route because, yeah. because one, it puts a lot of people in debt. And then yeah. two, most people who graduate without a, without like a specific degree of like um pre med or I'm a lawyer or mm-hmm. things like that, you can you kind of do create create your own path, and it's all yeah. about who you know or yeah. what opportunities come into your into your way. So Michael, my husband, was talking about like he thinks a lot of his high school students that they work with, and they they're already seeing this, are probably gonna more so not yeah. go the college route and make up their own positions yeah and I think yeah yeah, and I think that's why I kind of I think I did it backwards like the way you're just describing right now like I did it very backwards where I found my career and I kind of made it my own and I created something that I could live off of and so that's why I kind of stopped going to school don't make it seem like I'm (laughs) I like I love school. school I value education very very much but that's I think I took education differently as in I read so much and I self-taught like and I tried to get everything like all the knowledge I could about what I was doing right. and what I wanted to do. And that's the cool thing about our like this day and age there's so much information out mm-hmm. there that we have access to like Skillshare and you know 
online resources and workshops and webinars and there's so many educators online now and there's so much access google yeah Yeah. i mean and you really it, it was so different i mean even when we were in college like there's this not stigma but like you're told your whole life like you said you go to you school. go to whatever your dream college is and yeah. it's like the end of the world when you don't get into one mm-hmm. and then you have to figure out what your major is when you're 18 years old and then it's like this idea that you're going to graduate find a full-time job with benefits in that career and that's what mm-hmm. you're going to do forever. for the rest of your life yeah, yeah. because that life. is more so what our parents generation did right yeah. like th- my dad and mom like they are in their career yeah and there's, yeah. and I mean, there's obviously something to be said about really a admirable about that. Yeah, that's awesome. But I think our world is like getting is continuously, exponentially growing and changing, and mm-hmm. therefore our careers are going to do the same. Like yeah. our our paths are going to do the same. And I agree. I think there's value in education. I'm glad that I got a degree and. And learn from all of my experiences. Am I using half of it? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if I would have found what I'm doing now in, in school, maybe I would have just jumped. Exactly. Like if I was like making a living out of, off of what I knew then, like, heck yeah, I would have just got rolled with it. Yeah, like, that's exactly. Amazing. And saved myself the freaking anxiety of it. We yeah. talked all last week in our episode about the anxieties and stress of college. And yes, oh it's just. So real. It's insane. And I, I actually am, I'm back in class though now at Cape Fear, which is great. It's because I do value, like education is super important and it is important to me personally and my family. So, you know, yeah. I did it just because for the sake of getting one, because, you know, I truly wanted one and my parents. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I'm just trying to now it's a matter of trying to balance like my full-time job with being a full-time student also mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm living that like you know like those things that you see in like commercial of like a full like time person who has like their career but also getting a degree I feel like oh I'm yeah that like person. at night those yeah, commercials that are like yeah. on their computer at yeah, night. yeah I feel like I'm that person because it's funny like all of my classes are online just because I don't have the f- time to physically be in a class yeah. anymore I, right. I just don't so, so what does your day-to-day look like these days? Um, I get up super early and run the I loop, run, obviously. Oh, if I can, <laughs> if I can, I, uh, I know I hit the gym in the morning and then I, um, and then I do my classwork for a little bit. And then once I get bored with it, I switch into what I need to get done for like my clients and for what they need edit like that could be like editing or taking like flat lays or even going out to photo shoot I have to just schedule everything out in advance Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's always like a mix of like school and then work and then going back home and just doing everything all all over again but every day is different every day is different it's the same kind of structure but every little thing that's in between is very very different but yeah that's my Day to day. And then Zane gets back home and we cook dinner and then that's pretty much it. <laughs> so when you describe like what you do to other people, do you sometimes find that there's like this confusion or like this stigma around like the blogging, social media content creation type 
industry a little bit because social media is so new and to create a whole career out of it is something people don't really think of doing and I don't know why but people don't really take it seriously I think they think it's so easy to do and it's not like it is not I'm stuck in front of my computer all day sometimes just doing like one thing right but um, well, yeah, when you're marketing, you're you're doing client relations. Like, there's so many different. You're marketing and you're branding mm-hmm. and like, cause not well. If you're a freelancer like me, you take all the shots yourself. You even curator like look it up. You find out like what brands are like what photos match with that brand, the kind of brand voice you're trying to give out. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of that and a lot of you know, editing and finding captions that have like a call to action and the Mm -hmm. hashtag um, research and finding the best times to post and, you know, all like the major like general things that you have to do, but actually doing them is it takes a lot of research and a lot of like nitpicking. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's not just, it's not my own page, it's somebody else's. So you have to use their voice, you have to become their I'm like responsible for how they look online yeah so and it's so easy for people to like see all that online and think like oh she's just posting or like look at her living this great and dandy life where I mean we get those types of comments a lot like almost like backhanded yeah sort of every now and then where you're like oh you must be like my favorite one is do you just have a professional photographer following you around everywhere you go yeah and I'm like yeah, pretty much. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, like I mean, for example, with that, like we'll pick one day every few months and put a ton of outfits in the back of my trunk, and we yep. go around town and we shoot a bunch of content, and then we That's post it. Like, do it. Yeah, we should all do it together. We should. Oh, okay, so we were thinking of doing that just because one, she's getting busy, and I'm getting busy, so our like schedules are not like yeah matching up at the way they used to, but. I'm like, I need to find other people who are willing to do that yeah. around here. And I know there's a lot, like yeah. you guys, obviously, and like other For people, sure. like even Kevin. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they just need to get that content in for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's really hard to like find a time to do it. Mm-hmm. It is. We just said the first time since like, oh, since April. April or something like that. And yeah. we used to yeah. do it like every oh my month. God. Yeah, yeah. That's it's so hard too hard. to find people like for the podcast. It's easy for us to take it as each other, but we need some sub of the two of us together for the podcast. And we oh my gosh, we would like ask people like walking by on the beach to like snap a shot of us. Do you remember that one yeah, time? They're always and they're always so blurry focus, and like, unfocused. Oh my gosh, just just text me. Like <laughs> I will meet you. It's so bad, but oh my gosh, no, anyway. I understand that struggle so hard. Yeah. Well, what advice would you give then to? someone who might be like interested in that field or maybe is like just getting started out in the field and they're getting those types of like I guess negative um, as like a social media manager or like yeah just or, like, like everything blogger, like yeah in that whole industry like um, what would be your tips for someone that really wants to dive into it but maybe one is afraid of judgment or doesn't quite know how to just take the first step um so my biggest advice was just to just take that leap of faith and to start it because um, I put it off for too long. Like I was too scared of what people thought. And even after I started, you know, I was scared and uh, 
And I had those doubts of like, oh, that no one's going to want to read mine. Like there's so many other people who've done it before, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But there's also like, you have your, you don't know it yet, but you have your own little group that are, that's going to always have your back. You just don't know it yet. Mm -hmm. Right. You don't know until you actually put something out there. And you know, I had like my first few blog posts or like Instagram things of like really doing the social media brand influencer, all of that kind of creative stuff. And you know, you you get those small little victories of like, oh, this looks great, blah blah blah. That like makes up for all like the, negative. the negative, negative negativity yeah. of like anything. Like yeah. you just need to just do it. Like I I solely believe on like there's no like there's no better time than to do it right now because that's what you were meant to be doing. Just do it, man. Yeah, that's I. As that's what everyone says. It's like, yeah, we need to change the name of our podcast to just I know. do it. Seriously, yeah. sorry Nike. Steal the Nike. I know, <laughs> but seriously, I mean, it is, and I think the hardest thing is is just letting go of of judgment. Mm-hmm. But you know, what's the worst that can happen? You lose a couple followers. You get a a couple negative comments here and there but but it shows the perseverance of that person if you keep doing it you know right right like people are negative because they're negative towards themselves and they just want to put it somewhere else yeah and you just happen to be the person that they found that day and it's, it's always not be personal at all doing more than them yeah you know what i mean it's never going to be someone that's doing is not on their level yeah no one yeah no one who is truly in their career and really going after what they want will ever even think of tearing anyone else down. Right. Because they're going through the motions also. Yeah. Like, yeah. why would you want to bring someone else down when you already are uncertain of your own, like, future right. in general? Right. In so the same playing ground. Yeah, exactly. So, ground, so, the people that are going to be negative are people that are just don't take just don't take those personally because I took them really personally yeah and that didn't go so well you also never really like you said earlier you never know who's watching yeah and who's rooting for you like for this is like a small example but last night I um shared on my story about like finding food freedom this year and one of my um I used to do lead a Bible study when I was in college for ninth grade girls. This, so this was like almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And one of my ninth graders, who's now like an adult, like your age, older, I don't know, messaged me. I didn't even know she followed me on Instagram and was like, hey, I've been struggling with an eating disorder and you probably don't remember me, but like, can we chat sometime oh, about wow. your story? And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. And of course I remember you, but like, you never know who's actually listening or watching you and the impact you can have yeah and no yeah exactly like you don't even know how many people out there are actually looking for that help right you know well they don't know they're looking for it either they just connect with you on something yeah and any type of connection is what breeds vulnerability so Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool like if we see social media or content creation as like a positive outlet instead of everyone just constantly looking at it as this negative Mm mm-hmm thing in our lives I mean it could really be like a game changer for I completely agree lives Mm -hmm. being changed I saw this one post going around I forgot who put it up but it was basically about like the social media creative artist type of industry and how like it was basically just this post of encouragement saying like 
there could be people that look up to you. There's people that go on your page all the time for inspiration and are aspiring to do what you're doing or mm-hmm. or to be like you. And, and some of the ones that do feel that way, maybe they're just too quiet or too shy to, to always tell you, but that doesn't mean that they don't exist. Like You don't yeah, exactly. need those comments and those DMs coming in to know that you're having an effect on someone yeah, else's yeah. life. And, and it's easy when those messages aren't coming in to believe like imposter syndrome we talk about all the time but yeah to to believe that what I'm putting out there is not good or not good enough or yeah I'll Mm -hmm. just quit now quit while I'm ahead you know Mm -hmm. don't and and I have those thoughts every day mm -hmm. and when I was first starting this might be like I guess good advice but when I was first starting I was putting out content for the likes you know what I mean like and something that would people would just really like like to see and it didn't even matter if it related like to me or if I even cared about it or if I if 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 it even like matched who I was as a person I was like before I was really trying to be like every other beach girl Mm -hmm. and like doing all like the beach things and like the you know just Butt cheeks in the sand. Yeah, like, yeah, like, Classic. just like loving yeah. sand in my toes, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But in reality, vitamin C, nothing yeah. like a little dose of vitamin exactly. C. Oh my gosh. I can I, name like 50 captions. There's right so now. many. And I was, I fell into that just because we're in Wilmington. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so hard not to. And in reality, I think I, I think the first time I went to Wilmington was the first time I toured it. Like, when I first went to like, try and transfer here like I was not a beach girl like yeah I was from New Jersey and I lived in Apex like slash Raleigh like I knew concrete all my life like I didn't know anything Mm -hmm. and I wasn't getting the like the feedback I was looking for because I wasn't being Being genuine I wasn't doing what made me happy and I was just doing it to get like likes or attention just because to relate to people here but then Mm -hmm. you don't realize that the people that follow you are not those kinds of people. They follow you because they want to see you as a real person. Mm-hmm. And so one, one day I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Cause I was actually like playing on giving up because I was like, I'm not getting the feedback that I'm getting. I'm not going anywhere, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I was like, no, I just need to just do my thing. Like if I want, if I like darker photos, if I like all black, I'm going to post all black. Yeah. If I want to be, like, this weird, grungy, like, downtown person, I'm just going to post it. And I relate more, and I get more feedback than I've ever had when I first started. Yeah, because you're being authentic. Yeah. This is a current events topic. What, As a content creator and Instagrammer, what do you think about them taking away Instagram likes? I (laughs) – so many people have asked me that. So I was actually – if I was one way – before I actually talked to Kevin one day and then he kind of convinced me otherwise so I didn't know that you couldn't look at your own likes so you can't look at anyone else's like how many people have liked but you can see your own but you can see my like I could see mine and I was like how before that I was like how am I gonna know what impact I like what yeah posts are active or how much engagement blah blah well you still have your insights too like you still have like all of the back end insights that you get mm-hmm. on business, so you can see which ones have the most engagement, which mm-hmm. time of day, you can still see all that, and yeah. like which one have the most clicks, which yes. ads, you know. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, yeah I didn't even think about that. But just as like 
just likes being taken away. I was like, no, like that's, I thought it was weird and I did not agree with it at first because I was like, they shouldn't be taking away the likes. They should be at least taking away like the follower count because you could have hundreds of thousands of followers, but your engagement is not genuine or not like, I've lost the word, but um, genuine engagement Mm -hmm. because there's so many followers that are just following you because you're just famous or like Instagram famous. You're not, they don't actually care about what you're putting out there. They just like seeing you. So I was like, the follower count was probably more important. But then I was like, the likes can kind of change it because no one's going to like things because there's because high likes. likes. Yeah. You actually have to think about the caption you're going to post, the actual photo, because now it's not about how popular or how many likes it's going to get. It's if it does actually, it yeah, if it does something like, think for about you. All, yeah, like think about all the posts that you don't post because you're like oh, I know that won't get that many likes uh, I have I still I have mean so it's many sad that we think that way but we do like yeah. I think it's kind of a relief to be like oh god I don't have to think about that I'm excited yeah. for it I think I do agree that it'll still be good like to see your own and know like what genuinely people are responding and to what they want to like, see what they want to yeah see. I didn't think there was a way of finding that out yeah like, that was really ridiculous but I do like like exactly like you said as you're scrolling people will be more intentional and not just like oh that has 8,000 likes I'll just oh give it another one double tap yeah like it's it's almost gonna take away that skew Mm -hmm. that skewed perception of what is valuable actual genuine content should be right because I guess in my eyes I guess it's biased because what I do but like you put content out there to inspire somebody or to evoke some kind of emotion in any way it could be like your personal page or like the clients that I have like it should be genuine like that's and like just positive stuff just because we don't need another like social media place where it needs to be like negative stuff all right. the time because there's so many there's, so much stuff there's out plenty there. of ways and outlets to find negativity to find, yeah, yeah. The, I'm hoping it'll it'll increase people like wanting to actually stop and comment their real thoughts yeah and not just do it because also for like the younger generations I think it's going to be huge for like kids that in Mm -hmm. middle school and high school that get upset over not getting likes or whatever I mean there's so much of that I can't even imagine what it's like to be in high school right now high school and like deal with well you had you had it in high school I had it yeah (laughs) I didn't even have it in high school I think I I had it in my sophomore year of high school my first my Instagram that I have to this day has been the same name since I was in high high school and I think I had like 3,000 photos and I had to, like, go through and delete them. I've had Instagram for a very long time. Mine's but. been up since 2011. Yeah. yeah mine's 2010. Yeah. So, I was a sophomore But I didn't know that college. people could see it. I told Kevin this. I didn't know people could see it. Oh, yeah. really? It was social media. <laughs> I just thought it was an editing Oh, app. really? Yeah. So I'm posting all these pictures of, like, beer cans that I'm, like, editing just to see what lighting looks like. Uh-huh. And the whole, like, I have followers. So <laughs> yeah. You know. They just saw these yeah, photos. Yeah, like, this is so embarrassing. It's yeah. so funny to see how it's changed. Like, I had it when I first transferred to Wilmington in 2012. Mm-hmm. And just, like, random Wilmington people would follow me just because I would post pictures of, like, the oh, beach and whatever. Yeah. And, like, to this day, I'm like, it's so weird. I used to talk to these, like, random people that I didn't ever really know just because they would 
follow me. Well, that's how we met. Really? No, I know. Like now it's so different, but it's crazy to think that that even happened before Instagram was like, Oh yeah. I kind of love social media because of that fact that you get to talk to random people. You feel like you know people that you don't actually know, Yeah, but you feel connected to them. I, um, even like here, there's so, there's, Wilmington's huge and you talk to people that you have never met here in Wilmington and then when you meet them, it's like you're, you know their whole life. Right. And it's easier to talk to each other because you actually know what's going on. Right. Like, um, I agree. Like, oh, I saw you did this the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Just cause your social media is a way to stay current in people's lives. And like, if you're talking to this person and you have a connection online and you watch them, like seeing each other in person, it's not going to be any different. Right. I think so. it's almost, I mean, for the people that are willing to put themselves out there, it's almost a better way of connecting. I think some people are like, oh, people don't know how to talk in real life anymore. I'm like, I actually find it the opposite because there's plenty of people that follow me in this area and I'll run into them at like a coffee shop or something and they'll be like, oh, hey, I follow you on Instagram. Yeah. It's not I weird. Saw this. And, and there's so many weird. more points of connection and it's not weird because I'm like, I'm the one sharing that with the world. So if you're watching it, good. I don't think it's, it's working. Really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah, and it makes it, it feel a little more special when you meet them because yes. they're invested in what you're doing. Yep. Well, so. I went to a social coffee supply like a month ago and walked up to order a latte and the girl, the barista, I follow on Instagram and vice versa and we've messaged each other a couple times. I did not know she worked there. Was mm-hmm. it um, Elsie? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I like said her name and I was like, what's up girl? And she yeah. said, the same, like, hey Catherine. And it's yeah. like, oh, we've actually never met before. Have, have, we haven't met. I met her one time at Drift and she was like, hey, I follow you on social media. I'm like, you're Chelsea, right? And I was like, yeah, I recognize you too. So, yeah. It's anyway, cool. It's a cool way to cool. connect if you don't make it creepy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't have to be creepy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, transitioning a little here, um, you do share a lot, and obviously you shared in your daily routine that you like to start your day with the gym. So mm-hmm. you, know, you post on your blog and your social media about your health and fitness journey. So tell us a little bit about what that's looked like for you, maybe in the past, and how you feel about it currently. Um, yeah. I've. It's been a really crazy change lately because um, – I said this earlier. I have a. It's okay. <laughs> I love dogs. It's fine. But um, I actually have this syndrome called called aller- oral allergy syndrome, and it's this. Um, I started getting it my sophomore year of high school. I think I had my first like attack. I guess. Um, but uh, you apparently molecules in my body um, will mock allergens when I eat certain foods. So, um, I'm really allergic to most things I used to eat when I was a kid. Like, I can't eat most raw fruits or vegetables anymore, and now it's getting to the point where I can't have, like, soy milk that I used to have every day, and even, like, tree nuts sometimes. Um, just because I could, I say this all the time, I could eat an apple, and literally hours later, I could take the same bite, and I'll have an allergic reaction. Just because my body will take it any way, like That's randomly. Crazy. That's wild. So, so what I have happens, cut my. Like, do you get? Do you like break I, out? Or? Yeah. So I my throat closes up, my lips get swollen and very itchy, my gums get very itchy, my tongue swells up, and it's hard for me to breathe. 
Oh my gosh. And it's gotten to the point where I've like passed out and stuff. And, I've and had you like an never EpiPen. know when it's going to happen? No. Like I know like the general fruits that I shouldn't be eating or the vegetables I shouldn't be eating now. But it now. could change anytime. Yeah. Like one day I was eating celery and I used to, I could eat celery last week. But this week I had a little bit of an itch and I'm like, okay, I can't have that right now. Wow. But, Talk about listening to your body. Yeah. Like I it's have like to be very, level. yeah. And like Xander and Chelsea are like, I'll be eating something. They're like, you can't have that. And I'm like... Well, I didn't react to it yesterday, so I can try. They're like, no, 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 no. We don't have the time to take you to the hospital. <laughs> and so there, it's it's crazy how I not only have to like listen to my body, but everyone else too, because they literally don't know which what what food's gonna do, like make me react or when it's going to. Right. So it's That's crazy. Yeah, I've my diet has changed drastically, and not for the better. regrettably but Mm. but I've had to change a little bit of it I I can like it's weird I can have an apple in a smoothie but I can't have it by itself like as long as it's like mixed with something I could trick it's like tricking my body almost that's so crazy so yeah and it just it's affected like my immune system like you we were talking about my like my gut is not always great all the time and my metabolism has gone crazy like recently, all that stuff. And then I got really sick for like three months pretty recently. Like, I don't really, uh, May. I got back from my family cruise and I got hit with bronchitis and laryngitis. Mm-hmm. I had like flu like symptoms all at the same time. Oh my god. And I gosh. was like bedridden for almost like two and a half weeks. And then. Jeez. I completely lost my voice. I couldn't eat or drink anything that was cold or hot. Like, it just had to be room temperature. And even then, it was really hard to eat. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, my immune system is not as great as it used to be. Like, I remember when I was, maybe it's also, I was younger when I started getting it. So, I mean, yeah, my immune system's going to be a lot stronger back then. But I was generally a healthy kid. I would never get sick. And then once I started eating less of, you know, the healthy things, I had to eat more carbs because I couldn't eat raw vegetables or fruit and just, like, meat and all that stuff. Like, it just, it messed with my body a lot. So do you have to take anything for that? Like, what do the doctors tell you to, to how to handle that? Multivitamins, like, that's basically it. And, you know, a lot of vitamin C. Yeah. Uh... I have not had an EpiPen in a very long time because of how expensive it has. So expensive. I've had them too. Yeah. Mine, I think mine expired like the first year of college and then I didn't even think of getting one because when I even looked, it was like $300, $400 to get one EpiPen. Mm -hmm. And with an EpiPen, it's one shot and you're done. Yeah. It's not like it lasts a while. Yeah. No, it's just, you're done with it. I guess it is an investment in your life if you have like... It's like when you use it, you have to go into the hospital anyway. So it's Mm -hmm. like... Then that's even more money. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I've just, uh, it's been a really crazy ride for me just because um, I just, I have to be very cautious of what I eat now, mm-hmm. as, as well as eating as healthy as I can with what I can eat. That's ki- right. It's kind of confusing because it's like, I can eat some vegetables one day, but I can't. So it's like, I literally, my, my diet is so different 
and I, it's really annoying. But that would be so talk annoying. About having to just roll with the mm-hmm. roll with the punches. With the punches. Yeah. yeah, and when I get a react, like the other day, I think I had a reaction to. I don't even know what it was. I don't. I, it just all blurs to me eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a reaction. And I was like, well, I can't have that. So, what's next? Like, what can we eat next? And they're like, we don't. We don't know. Like, what can <laughs> What can you eat, Raph? And I'm like, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so it's just kind of like cycles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then. I kind. I don't know. It's just weird. It's really I've never really heard weird. Of anything like that. It's funny because I've only met two other people that have the same syndrome here in Wilmington. Wow. And we, one of them is Nikki Nuts. I don't know if you know oh, her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she has the same thing too. But we have like this, it's funny, we have the same triggers. Like we can't have pineapple, we can't have carrots, we can't have bananas, we can't have very similar things. But they're like things that differentiate, differentiate between the di- <laughs> That's a yeah, really that's right. hard word. Yeah, that's right. It's like internist. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> internist, internalist. Internalist, whatever it is. But um, but now I'm just like listening to my body and I'm just working out more cautiously, I guess, or just being more aware of what my body's saying because mm-hmm. um, I just don't have the energy sometimes. Yeah. Because you're not getting the nutrients. Mm-hmm. It's hard. So I'll just like one day... I, that's why at the very, I like to work out in the morning because that's when I'm like up. And I think that's normal for everybody yeah. to like we're, we're work out in the morning when you have all this energy. But then after I work out, I, it takes me a, a lot to stay awake. I am a napper. Like, really? Yeah. Just because I get so tired. That's funny. I know, I'm not a big napper. I used to be in college. I was yeah. like a pro at it. I knew exactly like when how much time I had and when I was going to go do it and now yeah. I like don't at all. Like if I fall asleep in the middle of the day, I feel horrible when I wake up. So yeah. I just roll with it. Occasionally, if I have to teach like a five or six a.m. class or something, if I'm like subbing at the studio, I'll like go back to sleep for a little bit. A little bit, yeah. If I know I have a long day, but otherwise I'll just try to like roll. Yeah, so. I'm trying not to just because I do feel like that. Because like yeah. when you take a nap, your whole like. Routine is kind of off. Yeah. You don't have that. When you had that time to do something, you didn't. So you're just rushed. Well, like hormonally, it it changes. Yeah. So your your energy level shifts. Because you don't really reach like deep sleep. Mm -hmm. So when you get up, you just feel groggy for the rest of the day. Yep. It just doesn't really make anything better. But I sometimes my body is like, Raph, you need to sleep or eat something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Well, gosh, sounds like quite the the journey for you, but... Yeah, I don't even think I talked about that in my last blog post where I was like, I have neurology syndrome, it, but yeah. it's just too complicated to even <laughs> To even try to people. explain it. So like is, your, is your blog, like, kind of just a reflection of your daily life, or do you focus on any specific... Um, I used to try and do, like, I tried to do just lifestyle stuff, uh-huh. I... When I was doing content creation for the first time as like an influencer, I actually started the blog for that to try and make revenue from it, but it just didn't catch on. I think it's just because I, I found social media managing so much more fulfilling, mm-hmm. but now it's kind of just like my outlet. Like if I have something to rant about or if I have just good content that I could post on my blog. Kind of like a journal. Yeah. It's an online journal and then people can look at it and, you know, hopefully relate to it. And just get to know you, whether yeah. it's like 
someone who follows you or is interested in working with you. I yeah. think it's an awesome thing to have. Yeah, that's kind of what my blog is now about. Cause, and I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to figure out how to be known as like an influencer as well as a social media manager. So I have my blog on my website, but then I also have my services in one tab too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a whole, like you said, like get to know me kind of thing. Yeah. Bear's, hey. gone, Bear's gone all in right I now. I know. He probably, sm- he probably smells my dogs. It's okay. So this is going to seem super random to our, our listeners, but we can't wrap up without you telling your ghost story. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. yeah. So we were chatting when Raph got here earlier about I told them how I've been binging the podcast, You Can See Me in the Dark, and it's this, there's not a lot of episodes on there, but if you guys haven't listened to it, you should, it's really good, and like each episode goes over a new ghost story told like firsthand, and so apparently our guest has some good ones today, <laughs> so we're like, all right, save it. I don't right, know if it's good it. ones, but I mean, they were pretty influential to me, I guess. Then it's. Good. So it's important to me, but yeah. I guess maybe some people, I really like listening to them. Hi. <laughs> he really likes me, and I'm really happy about uh, it. I'm about to post this on Instagram. <laughs> it's Aww. so cute. But um, I, I don't even know where to start. I guess um, <laughs> he's really just like laying on me right now, guys. <laughs> I wish you could see this. It's really cute. Um, but I guess the craziest one I tell people is um so in the Philippines we're very superstitious we have our own ghost stories and like the spirit stories things Mm -hmm. like our version of like the boogeyman or something like that yeah but there's this um um spirit called the white lady and she's like a good and bad entity almost you guys are thinking I'm gonna be crazy sorry but (laughs) I'm I can't even make this up but like I really couldn't but a good story is a good story whether people believe it or not. Yeah, exactly. But um, so the story of her is for men, she goes to random men. I, well, not random. There's a reason, but I don't remember quite like clearly right now. But she would go up to them. She's this white lady. You can't even see her face, just like a silhouette. And she's in all her hair is white. She's in white garments. She's glowing. And she asks a man if she thinks if he thinks she's pretty or beautiful and if um the man says no she kills him and if um the man says yes she follows you for the rest of your life but for girls either way not good either way not great (laughs) yeah not a great outcome at all yeah but for women she obviously women empowerment blah, blah blah but she like comes in a time of need for women and, like, is there as, like, kind of, like, a beacon of hope, kind of, like, of, like, it could be something really bad that's going on or really good that's going on in your life, but she'll be there. And um, my grandfather died in 2007, and he had just immigrated to America that March, uh, March of 2007, and he passed away um, October of the same year. And um, we were very close. I love him with all my heart um but he wanted to be buried back home in the philippines so that was the first time i ever went back um home to the philippines and we were at my uncle's house and in the philippines you don't really have i think the whole house is probably 
as big as this living room. Like, it's not very, it's a third world country. Mm -hmm. So there's no, the windows don't have glass. Like, you use more water to flush down the toilet just to give you a brief, like, description of how it is there. Mm -hmm. But, um, so they have, like, an outhouse in the back with an awning and this cement slab that we were going to have an open casket, like, ceremony for my grandpa. And um, I think all of the cousins, I think there was like eight of us, um, we went and we all slept together in one room and that window was facing the awning of the outhouse kind of. And it was the day of like the viewing and me and my cousin were just chatting. We just woke up and we were just looking at, (laughs) they have chickens and they have um, they have dogs around in the backyard and we were just like watching them just like play around because the dogs sometimes like chase the chickens and it's really funny mm-hmm. to watch. <laughs> but uh, we, I looked up and I see the white lady like staring right at me and she's just glowing and she's... You saw her like vivid. Yeah, she was staring. She was facing square to me and like I just... You can't see her eyes, but you just knew, like, it was just that sense of, okay, yeah, she knows I'm here, and I know that she's here. And my cousin was staring at the same direction, and I was like, hey, do you see, do you see that? And he's, he was like, no, what do you see? And I was like, it's the white lady, like, do you see that? And, like, how old I, were you at the time? Oh, 2007. Like, pretty young. 12 right? years 12, ago. Yeah, like, yeah, 12 years ago. I was, I was young. I was in middle school. And um, she was just staring at me. Like, it was just this blank stare of just, like, not meanness. It was just, like, this calm demeanor of just, like, she just was there. And I turned around, and I was like, hey, do you see? And I looked back, and she's gone. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> what the heck just happened? And I told my whole family, and, you know, my, my parents were like, nah, yeah. that didn't happen. Like, yeah. what are you saying? I think because just a fear of, like, having that as a possibility. But that's, like, the craziest one that I've ever had. Like, she was there, and, like, she was right in front of me, glowing bright as day. Whoa. It was crazy. Creepy. And I had never, and I had never even thought, know, known about her. Like, my parents told me the story of her afterwards. So it wasn't, like... Maybe I had hallucinated, like imagined it, just because because the heard circumstance. It yeah. yeah. Oh, so no. you had no idea. No, I had no idea about that story beforehand. Mm, so that she makes was it just interesting. she was just there, but Ooh. yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's a good one. That's a crazy. Did you one ever play that sure. game? Was it Bloody Mary? As no. a kid, nope. we like nope. go into a bathroom and you like say her name three times and then you look into the mirror and you can see her. That gives me the creeps just thinking about that. Oh, yeah, I used to play it all the time. You have done that. No. Oh. You have? Oh, yeah. As kids, we did really? it all the time at sleepovers and stuff. Oh, no. I not it ever work? You think it works. It's all in your head. Yeah. I think it's all in your head, but I don't really think there's someone in the mirror staring right. at me, but because you've, like, imagined it up in you your like brain and you're yourself. so freaked out, yeah. you're like, oh, my God, I saw her. And yeah. you, like, run out screaming. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't yeah. do that. I think I'm too superstitious for that. Like, I feel like not my, like, whoever it is is going to show up with something else. Like, right letting something not very good in your mind yeah I when I was growing up like experienced a lot of weird stuff and some of it I remember and some of it um my mom will just 
remind me of. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think when you're younger, you're more susceptible, susceptible because you're not as, like, in tune to be like, oh, that... You're not going to, like, rationalize it in your head, you're right? Like, you just innocent. see what you yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. It's like childlike faith. Like, right. you and, have um, just this, like, naivety that's like, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so she said, like, now. all these weird things used to happen. And um, she would, like, hear me sometimes in my room, like, talking to people. Really? And sometimes she thought it was just, like me pretending like an imaginary imaginary friend friend. yeah but then other times the conversations were like very strange to the point where she was like I think that's not an imaginary friend and the weirdest part is like there's a whole bunch of stories I won't go into right now but the weirdest thing about it is that like I never didn't feel safe in that house that I grew up in but it was where like some of these weird things would go on and to this day like I've lived in North Carolina now since 2006 so a long time but whenever I have nightmares it's in that house really and it's either specifically in like the upstairs bathroom or my room Ooh, did anything happen in the bathroom not that I can remember but like I always have these these nightmares of like feeling like I never see anything in my nightmares it's like the feeling of trying to scream knowing there's a presence in the room nothing's coming out of your mouth I'm like, like weird. That almost sounds like sleep paralysis, but since it's actually happened to you, it's yeah, it, it's definitely not that. It's not sleep paralysis. It's not like me waking up and being paralyzed in my bed. But oh, it oh, does oh. happen where like I, you know, you're dreaming. I know I'm dreaming it, and like, I, but I could still feel like I'm being like attacked. I don't know how to explain oh, it. Oh wow! Like I'll be like trying to like pray, and I can't get anything out of my mouth. Oh wow! Okay, and I'm getting creeped out. Yeah. Anyway. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I've never had any like, I've never had anything like that. Like anything that's ever happened has been like, kind of good, I guess. Or it's com- it's always kind of co- happened when it's like, I needed yeah. it. Really, it's really weird to say that, but like, yeah, like a guardian angel kind of thing. Yeah, it's more so than like a ghost. Yeah, yeah. so like, um, need never peace. had like a good ones. <laughs> oh no, that's it's always. I mean, I'm always like fine, but it. It's never feels like a good thing. It's always like, I don't know. Yeah. It feels weird. And sometimes Jordan will be like, I'll know when I have those those dreams. And he'll be like, yeah, you were like saying stuff in your sleep. And so I'll like, I know that I was actually trying to speak. Yeah. Even though I was dreaming. Oh my so gosh. It creeps well, me out sometimes. Speaking of guardian angel, that's how I kind of figured my grandma was going to be my guardian angel. Because she like legit visit me, visited me after she like passed and stuff. In what? your dream? No, in real life. Like, in in my own, like, in the own, like, weird, spooky way. Like, she, we went to go visit her. It was my mom's mom, and I was very, very, very close with her. And she was in hospice care. Hospice care? That didn't sound right. Mm-hmm. But um, she was, you know, it was, like, any day now. And we, m- me and my brother had to leave because we had to go back to school, blah, blah, blah. And then, um. Uh, we, uh, it was in Seattle and we flew back to North Carolina. Uh, I drove back to Wilmington and I just had this sense that like, I was like, she's probably, she probably didn't even make it by the time we like got back. But you know, I was still hopeful just cause it's my grandma. But, um, I got back to my room and I remember just breaking down just cause you know, she was yeah. my grandmother and I loved her. And then all of a sudden, 
Um, all lights were off in the in the apartment. I had gotten there like m- Sunday evening, mm-hmm. so, and we uh, I was by myself in the apartment, or was I by? I don't remember, but um, all lights were off except for my room, and then all of a sudden I started crying, and then there was just this weird like static energy that came into my room all of a sudden, and then my light started flickering, and I didn't even think of it as anything I thought it was just like I don't know the wind or something but then I went in like I went to um um to go check everything oh no 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 the lights everything all the lights were in were um on in my apartment the only room that was flickering was my room Mm. so as soon as I got into the hallway everything was fine except for my room and then seconds later my dad called me and he gave me the news that my grandma had died like Mm. my mom got off the phone with her with him and he told he called me and I was like what's up Graham thanks for letting me know but it was just like those stories are crazy that happened to my dad when his dad died he like that the night that his dad my grandpa died he heard he was sleeping and he heard his dad's voice say Jim Jim wake up and my and it wasn't even, they weren't even in the same state. And, like, my dad woke up and, like, his dad's not there. Yeah. And then, like, within 30 minutes he gets a call from his sister where his dad was and he had died. That's yeah. so crazy. So it's, like, I mean, I believe in, su- obviously, supernatural and, like, yeah. spirits and stuff. It's just, like, it's just, it, until you experience it, I guess you don't really, like, know how have, to. Have you not? Or yeah. I've experienced, like, the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I would say it's ghosts. Yeah. Or I don't know what I, I would. Yeah, I don't like to call it ghosts either. Yeah. Like, it's not that, I don't think. It's no, just I don't this, think it is either. I think, I think that we are, like, well, I, I could talk about this for days. But, like, yeah. Both, yeah, same. Like without getting into a rabbit hole, like, we live in a very spiritual world. Mm-hmm. And we try to deny that by saying, like, it's just, like, earth and death. Right. Yeah. But, like, it's we're so in a spiritual realm. in our head. Yeah. And I think it happens to people who, like, just truly let it happen to them, you know? Like, I don't think my parents have ever dealt with anything because they don't want it to happen. They don't allow that kind of, like, energy to be anywhere near them. But mm-hmm. for me, it's like, I was never opposed to it just because I did believe it, and I kind of wanted to see if it was real. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You're open to it. Yeah. But that's, that's my own story. Rant. That's my little rants about. This is a different episode. For I know sure. it's like social yeah. media and then ghosts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, it felt like we couldn't not yeah, record it because we were gonna have her tell us that story before, and then we're like, actually, let's just say yeah, it. let's just wait. Yeah. Pod. So sorry if we creeped any of you guys out. But sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, we will wrap up here with our questions. with our four questions that we always ask. Everyone. Yeah. So first off, is there anything that you're currently binging right now whether it's a show or something that you love a product a food um, a place currently well I am binging on just not some like one thing but I am binging on like the old Disney movies because I finally Disney got Plus. Disney Plus yeah. oh girl yeah. I like Plus McGuire all weekend oh my gosh no, I've been like watching like the old VC like I had the VCR tapes of mm-hmm. these movies yes. like Little Mermaid and- yeah do you guys know the Black Cauldron mm-mm 
Okay, yeah, no one else knows that too. I think one other person, my friend, knows it, but Disney Plus is a game changer. It like it's amazing, and I've just been, me and Xander have been just binging, binging on our old <laughs> like things that we used Child to watch all the time. Memories. Yeah, it was crazy. Fun. Like when I was watching Lizzie McGuire on Friday night, I noted like before when the theme song started playing. Yeah, I remembered every single word, mm-hmm. and I have not seen that I don't show since what the like eighth grade. I was like. Sometimes we make it, sometimes we fake it. Well, I don't even remember it. We're just one step closer, reaching every day. Oh, my God. Figure it out on the way. Okay, yeah. Oh, bouncy ball. Yes. Wow. I remember that. Anyways. I can't wait to watch it. We were trying to figure out how to um, download it onto our TV. I don't think it works, but we can do it on our Roku upstairs. Yeah, girls. Yeah, we have the Amazon stick, and so we downloaded it there. But I don't think a lot of people know this, but if you have unlimited data on Verizon, you have the yeah the first year free yeah for free, and a lot of people don't know about that. So see, I don't have that, so I just pay for it. Uh, Jordan does. It's still like only it's like a Netflix account. Yeah, seven bucks. Worth it. It's taking all those things. Okay, our next question: What is something that you are excited for in the remainder of this year, which is not that much time left. Month and no, half. there's not. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Thanksgiving's <laughs> next week. Oh, that's crazy to me. Oh god, I don't know. I think um, I think I'm really excited to go back home and spend time with my family. Yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving is a really important part to us because we used to go to Charleston every uh, every year. We're not doing it this year, but it's always like we always love spending time with my our extended family there in Charleston. But um, I'm looking forward to that just because I never get to go home anymore. Yeah. And I kind of miss it. Like I went to Raleigh for like a day. I didn't even get to see my parents and it kind of sucked. But I was like, dang, I need to go home more often. Yeah. yeah. But I'm really excited about that. And then New Year's, that's a re- that's just a really exciting it's always time. Fun. Yeah, yeah, we're... Um, a bunch of our friends so we have like a very big group of girlfriends and we have like a big like group message and we're um booking a whole beach house for that like weekend and we're all going to just spend it together because some people are moving away and then some people are just not here all the time so like we booked that time for all of us to spend together oh, that'll be fun yeah That's so really nice. it'll be good yeah yeah it's like a little reunion for everybody That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. So, yeah. So, what is something that you currently love about yourself? Mm. See, I was like, they're going to ask me this, and I need to prepare for it. (laughs) And I, there's just, it's like a really weird question to answer, because. It is. um, It's like my favorite question. I know. Because it makes people say something that they love about themselves. Yeah. You I don't have permission even, to do yeah, that. Yeah, you get permission to. I know. I like never really yourself. like talk about that stuff. But um, well, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> um, I I think I'm just really liking how well I'm taking all of like the confusion and the weird parts of my life right now. Like I'm in between like. <laughs> career like stuff or trying to find my own thing and being a student and I did not think I would be able to do it like having all of this like workload on me and then having two dogs 
moving in with Xander, like, I really thought it was going to, like, overwhelm me. I thought I was going to crash and yeah. burn, but I'm not. And I really like that because I typically, like, try and find reasons not to deal with things sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of what my fault is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, nope, I don't want to deal with that. I'm just going to distract myself until I actually absolutely have to face it, but... Got some perseverance now. Perseverance, yeah. flexibility. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's awesome. been fun. Okay, so if you could tell women one thing, what would that be? Oh, so much. So much. So much. <laughs> so many things. Um, I think you are exactly who you need to be and where you need and where you are, it's where you're meant to be, like, right now. And you owe it to yourself to live in the moment you're living in right now and not worry about anything else. Worry, Don't worry about the past to drag, like, dragging you and all that baggage because you can't do anything about it now. The only thing you can do is just be happy with what you have and what you did to get to where you are and... Don't worry about the future because it's just going to lock you up and you'll freeze. And that's not something that you want to do either. <laughs> Bless you, Bear. Bless you. He agrees. Yeah. Bear agrees. Yeah. yeah. He says, yes, women, believe that. Yeah. I know. It's I so love good. that. It's so true. Yeah. I think people get caught up in what they need to be doing next or without just being present where they're yeah. at. Yeah. Yep. I, I love that. We all need a little bit of that in our lives. Yeah. I think that's super important, at least for your own, like, mental state of mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It was cool getting to know you outside of Instagram. I know. know. It's hard to kind of figure out what I do, but at least I got to clarify it. But I was really nervous for this, but it was a lot of fun. (laughs) So where can people find you? Um... Put uh, on Instagram, Raffaella underscore Alyssa. And then my website is com. My Facebook is Raffaella. It's all under one name. So if awesome. you just look that up, you'll find me. Cool. We'll put, those, you yeah. doing. <laughs> we'll put those links in the in the show notes too so that you can follow Raffi too. Yes. Thanks so much, girl. Thanks for having me. This was fun. And we will talk to you guys next week, Thanksgiving week. Yes. Oh. <gasps> yes. All right. We love you. Bye.